Today, I'm sharing with you an idea. And this idea comes out of, I think, necessity. I'm also telling you this idea because it's an idea that requires your help. One, because I couldn't possibly do this on my own normally, but in my current health condition, I realized that there's no way I can do all of the things I want to do with electric bikes and electric vehicles. So this is me politely asking for your help. So first, let me tell you what the problem is. When you buy an electric bike, you try to do your best to buy from a reputable company, one that's been around for a little while, one that has good components on their bikes. You want good quality. There might be certain features you like. There might be a certain style of bike you like. All of those things are going to influence your decision. And for the most part, electric bikes are very reliable. The battery technology is good enough that we're really not pushing the batteries that hard. The motors are good enough that we're not really pushing them that hard either, especially when you have legal constraints on the maximum wattage. So in general, they work very well. But what if there is a problem? Well, you reach out to whoever sold you the bike and you get some parts. Maybe that's a local bike shop. Maybe that's an online retailer. And most of the parts do have some standardization because they're just regular bicycle parts. The chains, the derailers, the pedals, those things have been around for like 100 years. The electrical parts, however, have really been changing over the last five to 10 years, and they are different from one manufacturer or one company to the next. Now, if there's enough of a certain bike, you might see aftermarket parts. For example, we have made parts for Saunders bikes. We've made parts for Rad Power bikes. I just released a kit for the juiced bikes, and that helps, but it doesn't really solve the main problem because then you would still be relying on me to provide you aftermarket parts. And of course, I'm happy to do that as best as I can, but with thousands of bikes out there, not only is that very hard to do, but there are certain circumstances where it may not make financial sense for a company to step in and do that. If a company sold 100,000 bicycles, then clearly there's enough market to make aftermarket parts. If a company only made 500 bikes, you know, how many of those are actually going to fail? Only a small percentage. Nobody's going to make a small production run of 10 specialized motor controllers. Those are just small enough quantities. It's going to get really difficult for anybody to do that. Now, when this becomes a really big problem is when you have companies go out of business. I've seen multiple e-bike companies that we thought were really big and doing quite well, all of a sudden not doing so well. Now, some of them, it's just a matter of they don't have the service and the parts available. So even though they do exist, you can't get a hold of them. They don't call you back. They don't email. Some of them, like Van Moof, have gone bankrupt. Now, I hear they're in talks with somebody to hopefully buy the assets of the company and and hopefully pick things up and keep going. But right now, you've got people who bought those bikes. Some of them never even got their bike. And then others who have technical problems. And because those bikes are so specialized and so proprietary, certain things are very difficult to fix. And I am not a big fan of bikes that are hard to fix. I don't necessarily think that everything on a bike needs to be standardized because I feel like if you standardize everything, especially 
especially right now when electric bikes are progressing and changing so much, you can hamper or limit progress. We want to keep making bikes better, and that means sometimes you have to break the mold a little bit and do something different. But you still want the bikes to be repairable. You want the batteries to be replaceable. You want the motors to be replaceable, the motor controllers, the displays. And if one of those components can't be replaced, then there has to be an option to install all new parts on a bike that continue to make it work. So this is a big, complicated issue. But at the same time, I think there's one small, simple thing that we could all work together on that would solve this problem completely. Now, I haven't started working on this. I have certainly been thinking about it. I have certainly been researching it, and I have found maybe some leads and potential avenues on the way to get something like this started. So I think the idea of an open-source electric bike project is something that should be considered. Now, when I say open source, I mean that's a collaborative, anybody can work on it, anybody can modify it. All of the components, the files, where to get the individual pieces, how to program it, everything is publicly available to everyone. And I think it would be awesome if that could be done for an entire bicycle So like the battery construction, the motor construction, the motor controllers, the displays, the entire thing. And certain parts and pieces of that have already been done. Some of it's not been targeted specifically towards electric bikes. But for example, the VESC, that is an electric speed controller that's open source. Although that's really used a ton in radio controlled hobby stuff. It's used in electric skateboards. There's been a few instances where people have used that for electric bikes. I think if there's a more concerted effort to take something like that, that already exists and make it to where it's easily adaptable to electric bikes that are commercially available and on the market, then now you have an easy way to repair these bikes that might seem unrepairable or very difficult to fix. And then you could program this speed controller to do whatever you want. It can have different pedal assist settings. You could have it set up with a cadence sensor. You could have a torque sensor. This could be controlling a mid-drive motor or a hub motor. And it's not locked down to any particular settings. And then I think we take that approach and that idea and apply it to electric motors. We try and find probably motors that are already commercially produced that maybe would be a good fit for electric bikes. Or maybe we take a motor company like Bafang that there's tens and hundreds of thousands or probably millions of their motors around the globe. They're not hard to get. Make it so this controller easily works with all of those and has some of the standard plugs. Whenever I look at electric bikes, I think there are so many things that could be improved. Even with my own bikes, that I have made specifically for me, a lot of the times the reason we're making the bikes the way we are is due to logistical constraints. You know, maybe we could have a more efficient motor, but it's going to take another six months to develop the tooling and the factories or maybe a year, or it's going to take longer to produce a battery that has a better fire resistance, even though it's technically 
feasible, it's an extra step that the manufacturing system just doesn't have currently in place. But that doesn't mean we couldn't be implementing those techniques into our electric bike builds right now. And this could be an avenue for uh, people to pop up into kind of a new DIY space. I think the existing do-it-yourself electric bike kits were basically that. They were kits like you buy from China a motor, a motor controller, a screen, a throttle, all those pieces that come together and you bolt them onto an existing bike. And that works, but then you're relying on whoever that company or manufacturer was that made that motor to get replacement parts. So it's really not solving the problem. I think if we develop the right parts and pieces, we can make it so every single electric bike that's on the market can be fixed. And like I said, the main reason I'm bringing this up is because I'm currently seeing companies struggle to provide parts or potentially, like I said, some go out of business and the parts are definitely not available. And my first priority is we just don't have thousands and tens of thousands of electric bikes being thrown in the trash because that honestly would be a waste. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. It's a waste of resources. Imagine if you could pick up an electric bike on Craigslist or on Facebook Marketplace that doesn't work and you 100% know for sure there are components that can fix that bike because they're basically universal. They can work with any type of motor, whether it's a mid-drive or a hub motor. They can work with any kind of pedal assist sensor or torque sensor. I personally don't see any technological reason why that can't exist. Now, I'm not saying you would keep every single feature that some of these bikes have. A lot of the bikes that I've done reviews on lately have their own smartphone app. So it's not going to be able to work with the manufacturer smartphone app. But I think if the bike works as opposed to doesn't work and is thrown away, that is, in my opinion, a fair compromise. And of course, as a DIY person, as a tinkerer, as somebody who likes to make things, I want to see this propel electric bikes further and faster because I just really believe that they could be so much better than they really are right now. I feel like the motors are not nearly as efficient as they could be. Uh, I feel like the motor controllers are typically much larger than they need to be. They can't handle current as well as they should. When it comes to batteries, there is obviously a big safety issue. I don't recommend that just anybody builds their own battery. That is really a bad idea. But I think there are some simple things we could do to existing batteries, for example, to retrofit them to make them more fire resistant. That's really not out of the question. Uh, I did the math on one possible way to make kind of your typical e-bike battery more fire resistant. And if it works, haven't actually like lit a battery on fire and tested this, I think it would add like $5 to the cost of manufacturing to add a layer of fire protection to every single battery. That's not a lot of money. It's not being done, but it could be. So maybe it takes you uh, half an hour or an hour to apply uh, a fireproof type thing to an existing lithium-ion battery. That definitely seems worth the effort. So don't think that I'm all about just 
you know, using this as an avenue to create bikes that are faster than the rules allow or have more power than is legally allowed. Obviously, those are possibilities. If you're doing it yourself, you could make things however you want. But that's where I say just just use common sense, people. I mean, you can build your own airplane and fly it around the country. That's totally legal. I think you should be able to build your own electric bike as well. But I guess where I'm stuck on this idea is there has to be one central place for information. There has to be one central place for communication where people talk about these ideas and you kind of work through these things one by one. Because one person might have a lot of knowledge about batteries and how to make batteries better right now, specifically for electric bikes. And another person might have some really good ideas about speed controllers. Another person might be an excellent frame builder and know how to produce a frame in the United States for an affordable price. So we're not even relying on Asia for bicycle frames. So I'm definitely open to suggestions on that sort of thing. If you guys have ideas on what sort of platform would be best for people to join and be a part of and something that is affordable. And when I say affordable, I mean that it has to be self-sustaining. I don't want people to pay for an open source type uh, setup. This is something that should just be readily available and free to anyone who wants access to it, whether that's a community group, whether that's some sort of Discord group, or it's a, a GitHub thing, or whatever it is. I'm not well-versed on uh, those types of things. I'm sure there's a solution out there that would work quite well for this, uh, and we just have to figure out what it is, and, and someone kind of has to just take the lead and take charge and just start doing this. I haven't done that. Uh, I would love to, but I don't know if I have the time or energy to uh, to do that, but I certainly would love to be a part of something like that and participate. I'm certainly willing to put my knowledge and information and expertise into this, whether that's dyno testing. I'm really excited about that, if you can't tell. Or it's motor information, battery information. But I think at the very least, this should be done just so we can keep existing bikes on the road. Thanks again for watching. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. And please do, if you're interested in other types of electric vehicles, check out the other channel, Area 13 Mischief. I am building some high-powered things over there. We like to test out anything from skateboards to electric motorcycles. You never know what's going to happen over there. And I'll talk to you again soon.